0: Hello there wrestling fans and welcome to episode 72 of Because WCW, the podcast where the big boys play. My name is the Twisted Genius Dean AS and I'm joined as ever by my esteemed co-host, sports journalist and features editor hooked on
1: wrestling.co.uk,
0: Liam Hat. Liam, how are you doing?
1: well um, my head's still spinning today do you know because i I can't believe i'm saying this but i had my house to myself for a large portion of today and i'm still struggling to get over that uh my my darling daughter started reception well she's starting she's starting very gradually. the way they do it i think it's I think it's part COVID-related and part... It's just how they do it with the first batch, the first year at primary school to ease them in so they don't get too anxious or or nervous. Yeah. Um, She did a a morning last week on its own, just one morning, and she was in today for a morning plus her first school lunch, her first cook school lunch, which she absolutely enjoyed. Uh, My wife went into the office as well, and there I was... um, with the house to myself up until about half past one and i would say that i was struggling with emptiness syndrome but that would be a lie i absolutely loved it do you know how long it's been dean since i've been able to just sit around my house butt naked
0: well, I was going to ask you how how the cramps are now.
1: Ah, oh, the cramps are fine. I'm yeah, you know, I'm nice and limber now. It's all good, you know. Sitting around naked, playing video games naked. I even stood up for a little, had a nice naked stretch. Did some jumping jacks, you know, just to hear that lovely sound. Ah, uh, oh, it was brilliant. No, it, it, in all seriousness, it was. Nice to just have a little bit of downtime this morning and back to normal. It's, but it was just a little little glimmer of hope that maybe things can get back to normal. And then I see some of the decisions being made across the country. And I'm thinking they're going to steer us into a second wave, aren't they?
0: If uh, you've been affected by the issues raised by Liam or the thought of him doing jumping jacks naked in his front room, then please do contact uh, the Samaritans, your GP, or, or just a friend or relative,
1: really. Or, or me, I have video. I'm, I'm open minded I'm willing to share. Oh man. I'd,
0: I'd <laughs> rather, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather have the thought of you doing jumping jacks dressed as Mongo's dog.
1: If, if there was a facility in which we could raise enough money for charity, I'll be happy to, naked, <laughs> dressed as a dog. Or the coup de grace, yes. I'd do jumping jacks, dressed as Kevin Sullivan. Dressed as an old woman. Old lady, yes. I would do the double whammy. It would be like the bird inside the bird roast, you know. Yes. Oh, the three bird roast. Oh yes.
0: And, and I'm sure I'm sure I've read somewhere in like in the in the Middle East um they they do a similar thing with different animals cooked inside other animals, and the largest animal that everything is housed in is a camel. And, and that just, that, that well, well, what, a, what a Toby Carvery that would be.
1: Uh, I was, uh, do you know what? I was having this wonderful picture with all these lovely meats in my mind. And then you bring up a camel. And now I've just got the ump. Hey. <laughs> Listen up, slap nuts. That's right. This is Jeff Jarrett, the chosen one. And you're listening to Because WCW. Now choke on that.
0: So um, you realize that uh, we are putting this out Um, on, well, the first day of this being put out is September the 15th, 2020. Yes. Which is our third birthday.
1: Happy birthday because WCW, I can't believe we've made it this far.
0: I can't believe we've been putting out this shit for three years and we're still (laughs) on the air.
1: You know what? We're we're not a million miles away from outrunning Nitro. (laughs) This is true
0: not well we're, we're what half not quite halfway there yet but um but yeah we're I'm still we're... plenty
1: of time for us to screw it up just like eric bischoff did
0: oh yeah absolutely or uh or for um for one of us to uh to make horrendous racist comments to the pro wrestling torch and get taken off the air <laughs> something like that yeah oh, well uh... Well, I was going to say, what a great episode we had. The last episode we did, if you haven't caught it yet, go back and find it, episode 71. We uh, had a fantastic chat with uh, Finley Martin, former editor of Power Slam magazine, regarding um, the legacy left by Monday Nitro uh, as part of the, the Hooked on Wrestling Nitro week. Uh, a busy old week for us, but very re- rewarding. Great time.
1: Yeah, uh, it was very strenuous. I think I can. I was around 50 pieces of original content in that week, as the as the features guy, like trying to help out with the original content there. Uh, but it was all great stuff. It was. I mean, I was I was chipping in with things like a, a day by day potted history of nitro because you know it, it stretched across seven different calendar years so we did monday to sunday like that we had um people imagining what it would be like if today's wrestling stars were 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 there as part of famous nitro angles i did love that yeah that was good yeah just a little bit of wacky thinking outside the box people love all that stuff and and just the whole myriad of stuff we had retro nitro reviews uh the head honcho paul benson was doing nitro listicles like top 10 moments uh top 10 hidden like underappreciated stars Guys like Le Parker and that. It, it's just such a good... And it's all... If you if you go to um go on the features menu, then Nitro Week, the archive is all sitting there for your reading pleasure. There's some great stuff there. Go back and relive it. Just because we've passed the 25th anniversary doesn't mean you can't just relive WCW every week, kind of like we do, Dean. Kind of like we do.
0: It's good. I, I like to think of it as a service to the community sometimes but uh we are uh, and we are uh, back with another um, another nitro watch along which it feels like we haven't done one for ages but we've been as I said we've been very busy we've uh, had a few fair few guests lined up but we are back with the nitro watch alongs um we've still got about a month and a half to go before it hits the 2 hour mark so this one comes to 53 minutes and uh this one it's no April 4th it is April the 1st 1996 so um if you uh, if you remember previously, we had seen um, we'd seen Flair and the Giant end up in a no contest in the match for the uh, World Heavyweight Title, um, and Luger and Sting had beaten the American Males to retain the Tag Belts, and we also unfortunately had a, a Booty Man match. Um, but... And we, we reckon this was the first episode or possibly one of the first episodes that aired in the UK on a Friday night, as we were talking with Finley, the Friday night wars that we had in the UK between uh, Nitro and Raw. So, um so this this is actually going up against a live RAW. So you know it's going to have to be a a big episode to uh to do the numbers against RAW. So um so, yeah, if you want to uh, watch along with us, um, then fire up your network or whatever you watch your, uh, your old episodes of Nitron. As I said, it's April the 1st, 1996. Uh, I'm, I'm primed on all the zeros.
1: Are you ready, Liam? I'm, I'm doing it the wild way. I'm actually going to click the thumbnail when we're ready. And so uh, it, it's going to be real awkward if it, if it goes into a massive loading. But I have faith in my browser. I have the utmost faith.
0: Well, yeah, you've been uh, you've been pounding that browser today, so you can't, uh, yeah, you with can't the, prove with the that. house yourself.
1: You can't prove that. I not mean, denied. you're you're absolutely spot on, but you can't prove yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say he's not denying it, ladies and gentlemen.
0: So here we go. We will press play in three, two, one. Cue burning buildings. Oh, hang on. Oh, it's not burning buildings. What the hell? We are straight into the action with the Giant and Sting face to face in the ring. Well,
1: you did say they're up against a live roar. It looks like they've. Uh... Oh, we just spatted the Giant.
0: Yeah, Jimmy Hart paid off Harlem Heat, and the, oh, the Giant was scheduled to be Sting's tag partner in a match that was made on Saturday night, but we've now got Sting v the Giant one on one.
1: And this this is definitely a match that you'd want to see a, a, as a pay-per-view main event, and pretty sure we will very soon, in fact. But yeah, we're going straight with it here. But yeah, I can't believe we don't have any burning. But I'm freezing, Dean. The warmth of the burning buildings. I bought Mongo four Star. bags of marshmallows for nothing. <laughs>
0: What we don't know what Mongo's poor dog is wearing or being well,
1: forced to wear. Thank heavens for small mercies. But if you remember, Dean, the, the Giant is on such a hot run. He looked the absolute man against Ric Flair, and obviously yeah. Flair is always the guy who will make you look a million bucks. But he's in lean shape at this point of his life. He's young, he's fresh, and he's just—he's such a physical specimen. And it's it's easy yeah. to see why he'd end up with a belt very very soon. But for now, he's he's doing the whistle stop tour of big matches against top wrestlers on nitros.
0: Yeah, I did love that spot there where Sting went for a cross body block and Giant didn't catch him. Sting just bounced off him and then caught a big elbow drop for his
1: trouble. And that was and ever at the
0: him, Sting's been on the back foot.
1: Yeah, it's worth knowing. that was at the end of a lengthy sequence as well. That was good coordination from both. They weren't like very simple plodding wrestling. These guys have been busting. <laughs> They're only just having their first breather now. Yeah. This is now like typical giant hill methodical style after that blistering start.
0: Hmm. With uh, the the move of um, pulling Sting, uh, press slamming him from the floor over the top rope right back into the ring. Giant went for a uh, chokeslam from the apron and Sting kicked him off. And Luger's in now. So I think this is kind of an impromptu match because, as I said, Sting, uh, sorry, Jimmy Hart had paid off the Giant to turn against Sting and not tag up with him against Harlem Heat.
1: We might have to look up that Saturday night angle now. At Ooh. least we'll get soon get to a point where everything will will begin and end with Nitro, because yeah. you'd imagine that Sting and Luger against Harlem Heat is the more, you know, that that that's the that's the traditional tag team match.
0: So yeah. exactly
1: why we were going to get Sting and a Giant against him, I don't know. No, very odd combination. But they did give they gave a nice little non-match taste of Sting and Giant there,
0: I was yeah, worried okay. that
1: they'd... Uh, oh, here's the Burning Buildings. Yeah, here come the Burning Buildings. Yeah, I was worried that they were going to, like, give away the match completely on free TV, but, you know, I know we're saying it's about a show in retrospect, but if this was going now, they'd have left me wanting more. I'd want to see a paid few view main event between Sting and the Giant, and we yeah. will get that very soon.
0: Yeah, that looks, that looks pretty evenly matched. So we're in Cleveland, Ohio. And I think we, well, we've we had our burning buildings. And I'm guessing right now we're going to see that poor abused dog. Yeah. He's got a hat
1: of some sort on. Oh, man. Is that a snakeskin cowboy hat? I'm
0: trying to work out what that dog is uh, is wearing. Ah, so the Giant was meant to be a substitute for Lex Luger. But Giant wasn't allowed to defend the belts on Luger's behalf. But Luger's obviously fine. Oh, here we go. We're, we're getting a, a recap of what Jimmy Hart was doing before Nitro went on air. Giving a big envelope to Harlem
1: Heat. There's a check in there. They're looking at the figures on the check. Do you remember checks? Yeah, vaguely.
0: See, you couldn't do this angle nowadays, could you? Like with Jimmy Hart on his phone, getting their PayPal
1: details and transferring it over. So that's curious, because obviously Jimmy Hart is the one link between Luger, who does hold one half of the tag titles, and the Mm. giant. It's a very tenuous link as as we've seen in weeks because they're really playing Luger in the middle of all this. But yeah, it yeah. does it it does feel weird, like we're like we're watching the secondary show still.
0: Yeah. So we got we've also got a triangle tag match, as they've called it, with um the Road Warriors, the Steiner brothers and public enemy. And and this is Oh no, the Nasty Boys. Beg your pardon, they said Public Enemy. Yeah, I did um,
1: hear Public Enemy, you're right.
0: So, Nasty Boys, Steiners, and
1: Road Warriors. So, if you think about it, Dean, the, these are the two teams that the Road Warriors have defeated with underhanded tactics in recent weeks. Yes. And yet carried on as if they're baby faces anyway. So, although the whole story is a confusing mess, at least we might be getting some sort of payoff here. In what yeah. is, a, a, on paper, it's a loaded tag division. It's just a shame that half the matches are pants.
0: <laughs> it is a loaded tag division at this point in time. You've got these three teams. Obviously, you've got Stig and Luger. You've got Harlem Heat. You've got um, Public Enemy.
1: Plenty of uh, undercard duos like the American Males and things like that. Just You can just go so many. This was a point in their history. They could have easily brought back the US tag titles, really. That's true. Do you remember the US tag titles?
0: I do, but do I do you, think less is more. I do prefer there just being you, one, one you, tag title.
1: You say that, Dean, but do you remember the US tag title match between these two teams going at it right now? At Havoc that, 90, that was for the was US the tag US title. Title. Yeah,
0: okay. what a what a show. We will we will review that one day. I'm, oh I'm pretend, yes, please. I've been talking with someone and potentially lining that one up. But um, what a match
1: that was. I fondly remember it. Please do sort that. I can't wait for that. And we've got we've both got plenty of anecdotes about that match in particular. So now we've
0: got. Animal and Nobbs in the ring. And Animal just went for a flying shoulder tackle. Nobbs evaded him. Animal caught his throat on the ropes. And now Sags comes in. And he's just wind, windmilling Animal. But right into his own corner. And he's made the blind tag. And now Scott Steiner tagged out by tapping Sags's head. Yeah, it like clipped him around
1: ear roll sort of style, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Pump handle. So I've got to say, the, these six men, only one of which at this stage is particularly dynamic, and he even he's like loaded up at this point, if you know what I mean. Um, they're using the fact that there's six people to tag in and out to keep this at a, at a nice pace early on. It's It's yeah. all action because no one has to do more than 30 seconds of work. Uh, you'd time. think
0: by now that uh, that Road Warrior Hawk would know not to uh, sh- shoulder charge someone in the corner. It never ends well for him.
1: That's all right. He'll fix that by getting pole driven, then they feel right as rain. Oh, okay. He had some quirks in the ring, didn't he? It's <laughs> one way of pulling it.
0: Big neck breaker. So yeah, as you say, you know, it's the same with the three way singles um match that you have you know in that instance you have one guy usually out the ring the other two getting involved and then you just you know you just flow in and out like that but with with this you got double that number so yeah you should have plenty of of rested wrestlers and um fast-flowing action
1: yeah, I, I've seen people bemoan the whole nature of a three-way match, where it's technically a singles match with someone resting. But if you're doing it in a tag team style with people in the apron, absolutely use that to your advantage. Don't get me wrong. If it's a if it's a triangle singles match with three in the ring at the same time, you want to see you, you end up expecting more. Interaction and more like three-person moves and spots and holds. You'll remember Ooh. that match. You you were there at FWA British Uprising one Dean, when they yeah. had that opening match, and they made a point of doing moves that involved all three participants. But with a tag, you can just you can just relay, 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 relay.
0: Which is kind of what's happening, except for that Scott Stein has been singled out, which is. Your, your classic tag team strategy yeah so even that's a
1: good narrative and he's the man to do yeah. it as well because none of the others would that they'll be sucking wind at this stage
0: yeah so you've there's a tag being made but I don't think the ref saw it but he's is he letting it go I think he's letting it go yes
1: see that, that's kind of defeated the whole the whole story that we're praising that's just defeated yes.
0: <laughs> cheers Nick Patrick
1: they they could hear us in a time machine praising the way they've gone about this match. Let's completely defeat everything we've done so far. They're, they're so, plugging the uh, lethal lottery at Slamboree on May 19th. And that's just giving me Kane flashbacks.
0: And, uh... It's broken down now into just a wild brawl. The crowd are on their feet. As soon as it broke down, the crowd absolutely loved it. Now, isn't there no disqualification in a
1: three way match? Yeah, I saw. Oh, they could maybe throw the match out if they're just not going to compete. Now he's got it back under control, or has he? Yeah,
0: I think I think so. Yeah. Yeah, we're back to two people in the ring and four people on the outside.
1: One, one distinction I would like to see made more, to be honest, in wrestling, Dean, is as much as you shouldn't do it because it can annoy the crowd if they're promised a no-disqualification match, it can be ruled a no-contest. Mm. because if if they're just going to go and brawl and not go in the ring where you need a decision, the ref's just got to go, look, we're not getting a match here. you got to wipe this one off. But you've got to be careful to doing Stein. it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could
0: do that, but I don't think it would be received very well, let's say that.
1: No, I mean, on TV tapings, you've got a little bit more of a... Of leeway to, to do non finishes as long as it's going somewhere eventually. Yeah. I, off the top of my head, I can't remember what these three teams did with each other at the next couple of pay per views, if anything.
0: I'm not sure off the top of my head, I'd have to look at that. So it's Spring Stampede is the next one, isn't it? We
1: said, uh, I don't think there's a Spring Stampede 96. I think we're Slam slamboree. slamboree. Yeah. Sorry. Slamboree. It, With it's the lottery, it's very say. confusing because, you know, they had a spring stampede in 94 and it would come back.
0: Yeah. So Scott back in. The Steiners have really done badly in this in, in and they've been on the receiving end of, of everyone else's offense, really.
1: And after all the frantic... Tagging in, tagging out after having Scott Steiner worn down for a little bit, after having the brawls on the outside, there's Scott Steiner and Animal doing a test of strength. Whoa. Mm. Click the reset button on this. There was definitely not a, uh, there definitely wasn't an agent overseeing this match, was there? <laughs>
0: But also, it's interesting, Bischoff in commentary is pushing how unpredictable Nitro is. And I think he's very much aware that Raw is live. And, yeah, we've already started with a with an un, unscheduled, impromptu, cold open match of Giant and Sting. So I think, you know, he's he's definitely trying to keep hold of people, telling them what's coming up later on, telling them it's unpredictable.
1: Eric, the poor sod, he, he surely he doesn't have a clue what to do. Now he's got no results to give away.
0: Yeah. Not to mention that next week Raw is unopposed. We're two. Our next Nitro,
1: for some reason, is two weeks away. We'll have to look into why we're that, won't we? Mm.
0: Big elbow and a. A flying three count from Nick Patrick, and here we go. It's breaking down again. Oh, and this crowd love it when they start drawing by the guardrails. Yeah. You got this great visual of where you can see
1: the crowd that's facing the hard cam all rise to their feet as as one. So, quick side question: Assuming that I don't talk over the finish by accent, then. have have you ever worked on a show? where the crowd has shown to be particularly lively when they get that close interaction to so the stage where those backstage have ma- called an audible and like made like a future match go a bit more in the crowd to take advantage of it. You ever seen anything like that? Um, well, when I'm, I mean, the, the match is...
0: The matches where that kind of thing would happen is mostly where I'm commentating. So if there is an audible call, I wouldn't know about it because I'm at the commentary desk. Fair enough. Um, the ones where I'm, uh, the main one where I'm, I'm managing these days is, um, is, is um, one where you wouldn't get that kind of action happening. It's more traditional. But I mean, as far as, you know, as a, as a manager, I'd certainly, you know, watch the opening match and get, you know, gauge. Members of the audience are, are reacting most, and what things are getting over, and, and you know, be aware of that and pass that information on. Do,
1: do managers look for hot zones around ringside, yes, like a particular absolutely. side where there's going to be more?
0: Yeah, ah. and then you you keep it in your head if you need to get the crowd up again. You know, yeah. You know, if you don't If you don't need it, if the crowd are good, the crowd are good, but you know you've got that in your back pocket if you need to get the crowd up again, that's where you go to yes
1: it's interesting to think of it that way that the, a lot of managers yourself included you look like you're just prowling around ringside, but sometimes there's a method to the madness it's 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 a It's really good thinking about little things like that, mm.
0: So now we've got Nobbs and
1: Hawk and a bulldog from Nobbs. He just Brian Nobbs just innovated one of Raven's biggest trademarks. He did the corner clothesline bulldog combo. Raven thieved from Brian Nobbs. <laughs> you heard it here first.
0: Oh, and now Scott Steiner and Jerry Sags don't want to sell a goddamn thing for each other. Something's gone wrong here.
1: This entire match is being improvised. I mean, there's been a lot of moves and spots repeated. This has got this is going a lot longer than it probably should have. Yep. I'm not quite sure why. It's not been. Right. I don't think anything about it has been bad, but they are really starting to repeat themselves a bit.
0: We had a great German suplex from Rick Steiner on knobs a little while ago, and now Second those two are back in the ring. <laughs> yeah. And Nobbs went to go up to the middle rope and he was intercepted by Rick, who's going, he's trying for a, oh, man, Rick Steiner was trying for a middle rope belly to belly. He just got clobbered from behind by the road warriors and then just took a tumble over the middle rope, over the top rope to the floor. Didn't
1: look like he had a very good landing. Ah, Did you see Nobbs cue for that as well? Nobbs did the little point to come and knock us out.
0: Oh, I didn't spot that. (laughs) And there was a cover that the cameraman completely missed, or the director at least completely missed.
1: Yeah, this this has been all action. Oh, and all... here
0: come public enemy. Uh,
1: and one of them is dressed as knobs. and he's going to let Scott style a pin in. That is. That's, um,
0: <laughs> what's his name?
1: I think um, Johnny Grunge. Mate, I think we've got our thumbnail for this episode. (laughs) I think we have.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's right up there with Kevin Sullivan dressed as an old woman.
1: But not quite. It's a close second.
0: I'd forgotten Johnny Grunge's name for a moment there. But yeah, that was Johnny Grunge dressed. so, So Rocco Rock in his normal gear just attacked the nasty boys while Johnny Grunge dressed as. Last well, there we go getting the replay now
1: I'm shocked that finish hasn't been done more to be honest mm. and he basically yeah he went in the ring and just went dead weight and let Scott Steiner cover him
0: and then just scoots out of the ring quickly yeah with,
1: with a look of guilt on his face oh. know, I, Christ yeah. on the bike oh, no. the fucking booty man well, at least his tag team partner will bring it up and, oh, wait, it's Hulk Hogan. Shit. Yeah. And the good news is, is that Sullivan and Arn Anderson are friends again. If anyone yeah. keeping score at home, they're okay this week.
0: Oh, and did you see that on Saturday night? Lex Luger's got to defend his TV title against the Giant.
1: It really feels asked- like we've missed a oh, my God. Rick Flair against the Booty Man. Poor Ric Flair. If, I if mean, that is a three-star match, the broomstick rule is there's no denying it. Come
0: on, Ric Flair tried to get a match out of El Higante
1: once. I think I'd rather watch that than the Booty Man. Fair enough. At, le- at least El Higante as a big, tall, crumbling, bumbling klutz, I should say. At least oh, that's I like, believable. I like
0: crumbling.
1: Yeah, I think I've made a thing there, haven't I? Yeah can't even get my chapters and my episodes in the right, in the right order. So, yeah, Elizabeth is go. in leather. I repeat, Elizabeth <laughs> is wearing leather.
0: Whereas a woman is wearing a silver sequined evening dress.
1: It's strange watching the two of them come out to the Dungeon of Doom music, even if it does mean that, technically, um, Kevin and Woman are side by side. Indeed.
0: Oh, this 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 isn't going to be good, is it? This is just going to be this is going to be a demonstration of Arn Anderson's selling ability, basically. I honestly
1: it? thought we were past these combinations. We've been watching these combinations with and without the Booty Man since Nitro started. In fact, when we were first enduring these combinations as part of Watcher Longs, I'm pretty sure that Ed Leslie was on the other side.
0: Yeah, and um. I'm just I'm just checking as to how many more Hogan appearances. I was gonna
1: say on the plus side, this might be it if we're lucky.
0: No, there's there's one there's one coming up still next week, but I think that's it.
1: It's just amazing watching how dated this routine is. Yeah, and. Bischoff and WCW couldn't believe it when three years later their ratings were going through the toilet with red and yellow Hulk Hogan back again.
0: Mm. Yeah, this is this is the red and yellow Hogan's penultimate appearance for this uh,
1: this era at least. Yeah. I, I think I've said in the past, like obviously there's always a you see our wrestling cycles. Even while he was Hollywood, everyone knew there would be that moment in the future where he'd do the big return to Ringo and everyone would love it. But obviously, with him in red and yellow in 99 as the star of the show and the world champion, with everyone watching Raw and everyone abandoning uh, Nitro and WCW by the truckload, it was really embarrassing. And that's still three years from this point.
0: Yeah. I mean when he went back to W W E in like two thousand and two, that there was a, the, the big nostalgia pop, but that lasts
1: for a short amount of time. Very short. You remember they put the belt on him and they had to take it off him a month later. Yeah. It it basically it the the good reception for that left the building when Hogan did with the belt.
0: So now, oh, I was just about to say, now Bootyman's in control, but now Arn Anson has taken over.
1: And I'm going to carry on on this line of thought because I really don't want to have to pay attention to this match. You'll remember, Dean, they, uh, they recalibrated it, in WWE at least, by moving it into a tag team with Edge. Yeah. Which was a little more enjoyable to watch. He actually had a, he had an underrated match with Kurt Angle and tapped out to the ankle lock. Remember that? No, I don't I don't remember that. That, that's what, that was King of the Ring 2002. That's what he should have been doing at this stage of his career. Just wrestling anyone on that roster who weren't there the last time he was there, which was most of them, yeah. just running through all these match-ups. you got to try and get him to bat 500, obviously, because you don't want to have him lose every time it loses its meaning. But, yeah, he definitely shouldn't be beating the Kurt Angles and stuff in 2002. And that's how you use him. But he got sick of it when they wanted him to lose twice to Brock Lesnar he didn't want any piece of it so he left after the first loss to Lesnar
0: hooray team player the holster
1: I mean that that first one was a good one it was right before Brock faced the rock at SummerSlam for the title Yeah. and they did the whole um, referee stoppage Hogan spitting up blood it was a big thing but in Hogan's mind it, it led to him coming back after time off and beating Brock Lesnar that, which that would, was how it worked in his head. Yeah,
0: which would have no no payoff, no meaning. No, no. So, Ar- Arn Anson wants Hogan, and he gets Hogan, and there's still a pop from from the crowd for Hogan coming in.
1: Yeah, it's very. It sounds a bit mixed, but there was a bit of a pop. This will be Hogan's chance to get another pin on Anderson, I'm presuming. A bit more revenge.
0: After he lost twice to him. Mm.
1: I mean, Arn's just got his routine down pat. He he knows how to be in position for all the usual Hogan bits and to throw in the extra animations and that as well. That's one good side of the familiarity, I suppose.
0: But again, yeah, we've seen Hogan beat both of these guys and another six in the uncensored cage not too long ago. So where's the intrigue in this?
1: Hmm. They just did the thing where Hogan covered Anderson. Sullivan came in to drop an elbow on Hogan. Hulk moves and he hits on. So I guess they're not friends now. They'll be friends again in 30 seconds and they'll be at each other's throats before the finish. Quite possibly. Uh,
0: this is just a... This is just a nondescript match, isn't it? It's just
1: vanilla tag formula. At a yeah, very, at a very low speed because you know, these aren't the guys who are going to do it in a particularly athletic manner.
0: No.
1: Big elaborate thing being set up here to give the hills the advantage, I think. Yep, blind tag. And Hogan's incensed. Incensed, I said. So much so that he wants to let them double team a bit more because he's distracting the ref. You fucking moron, Hulk.
0: But I don't think there's anyone better at the whole blind tag routine than Arn Anderson. Is tremendous at that. Knowing when to do it, how
1: to do it, what to do immediately afterwards. Brilliant stuff. He does hold the key to tag team wrestling. Oh. And here comes Woman, who, as we've seen in various shows, loves to cheat for absolutely no reason sometimes. Even when it's not necessary, she'll add some cheating. Oh, yeah. Elizabeth would just stand there. And clap. And clap.
0: Oh come on, let's just get this fucking match over and done with, please.
1: (laughs) Chant from the crowd for the booty girl. Yeah. Definitely more reason to watch on the outside of the ring than is on the inside. <laughs> Despite Arn Anderson's best efforts. Yeah, I mean he's even Arne, He's he's going through the routine here. He's colored by numbers. He he mm. does he does it in an entertaining fashion, but it's all very much. This is I suppose the, the common phrase. This is a house show match, isn't it? This yeah, is what I mean, wrestlers normally run on the circuit when there's no TV cameras rolling.
0: Yeah, and yeah, the the crowd now are quiet, not really particularly engaged. Yeah, you, you know, looking at the crowd by the hard cam, some people are kind of like just talking to each other or not paying attention. It'd be interesting to see if there's how much of a pop there is when Hogan finally gets the hot tag in. And there it is, and it's very very lukewarm now. And I think it is. There's no intrigue. Hogan has dispatched of all of the villains, yep. and there's no one left for him to take on.
1: And it was a bit of a lazy uh, routine as well. There, there wasn't much suspense to it. You know, it's, it's not like this is a uh, Ricky Morton selling, is it? No. It is just all. You know, I've, I've seen worse wrestling, but this is all just basic, tedious stuff. And
0: Booty Girl is taking her shoe off.
1: Well, if she can.
0: And as we know, Nitra has think taught there's, a shoe, a woman's shoe is the most dangerous There's one on the other the side, world. that's
1: why, yeah. Yes. Elizabeth slipped a shoe to the hills. I mean, considering, as you said, then, considering they've been using this as a weapon for weeks... The finish is a... It's a good storytelling payoff. And now the women are getting at it. Oh, they could have gotten in half the time, though. Yeah, I agree. The finish was the only good thing about it. Oh, and Liz in leather. <laughs> There's woman's high heel that went in first, huh? Although they didn't really do a good job of portraying it, they uh, they they got the Booty Babes heel as a as a counteract. Oh God!
0: Paul Kimberley's had to
1: smooch the Booty Man. Do, do Do you remember how in 2006 people were mocking Triple H and Shawn Michaels? For doing their DX routine and acting like teenagers at like the age of forty. Yep. Yeah. And ten years before that, we had this.
0: <laughs> oh, something's happening in the ring, apparently, according to. Well, I think they've just they've just assaulted the booty man after the match.
1: I'm just trying to check to see if Kevin Sullivan quickly threw on an old lady's outfit to do so. No, I don't think he did. That was a shame. That would have made it a five-star match.
0: Well, here comes Mean Gene. They are doing everything they can to get Hogan's mate, the booty man, over in the crowd, aren't they?
1: Yeah, and it is not working. It's not working. (laughs) No, not in the slightest. Uh, Another replay of the finish, because that's what we need. Yep. four or five pound shoe says Bobby Heenan yep it's time for Mean Gene whatever you do don't mention how bald Hulk Hogan is (laughs) see what this is about Hogan Hogan said the result was a shoo-in. I like that. (laughs) The crowd are booing this Hogan promo. (laughs) (laughs) They just look so daft and so dated, don't they?
0: Yep. Well, man has got something that's going to turn the tables, apparently.
1: Keep He's it, asking, hoping
0: to be his partner.
1: They're insinuating there's going to be some sort of stipulation. They're not telling us what the stip is, but apparently bootyman has got an idea. Well,
0: we'll clearly have to tune in in two weeks' time.
1: I'm almost scared to to check out.
0: Who who had the idea of putting the Booty Man on
1: the mic? Yeah, it's this is painful, isn't it?
0: They were kicking your brains in.
1: This They're is still going Avenger on. going to on the
0: women as well.
1: Yeah. Just to be clear to our listeners, this, this promo hasn't ended. It is still going on.
0: I think the man might have just had a seizure. I'm not sure.
1: Oh, God.
0: Well, we've got Flair and Luger for the title up next. That's a pair of familiar foes.
1: Yeah, I've definitely run that combination on Nitro before, I want to say. But it should be a better match than that.
0: Yeah. Now, looking ahead to the next episode of Nitro, we have Anderson and Sullivan facing Hogan in a two on one handicap match. So unless something had happened between this show and the next nitro, the surprise was let's just not involve Ed Leslie in the match at all. Which I mean is a decent stipulation, I have to say. Yeah. Here comes your favourite Luger.
1: So I'm I'm trying to figure out what was going on with that as well.
0: So Luger is the tag champ, or one half of the tag champs, and the TV champ, and now he's going for the world title, just to get all the belts. I'll well, say all the belts. Obviously, there's the uh, the US title still knocking around at this point, which is held by Conan,
1: isn't it? Yeah, in a, in a curious situation, but um. Yeah, so Luca so far on this show has been very much just a baby face. I don't know if yeah. we've missed something there or they've just decided to, to strip him of his best elements, but but that's where we are at this moment.
0: So Liz and the uh, woman are back out with flair.
1: He's shouting, Flair, Luga! He out like oh, on, on his way. Yeah, he flares on one. Which is how we want it. Oh, yeah. When he flexes his muscles, you know he's feeling it because, no offence, <laughs> no offence, obviously, as a wrestler, he was in great physical condition, but the biceps weren't the strong point.
0: Oh, uh, he was just uh, oh. having some bants with Deborah.
1: And M- Mongo's gone quiet. Says Flair's got
0: good taste. <laughs> he might
1: no, be I... a low life, but he's got good taste. So no, that I is, that is the right beginning saying, of that. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I, I think I'm right in saying that Steve and, Deborah and my and Michael were married for something like 13 years when he was an NFL player. All was, all was fine and dandy. After one year together in the wrestling business, they got divorced.
1: You said that with a fake surprise tone. I'm <laughs> sorry. That's wrestling for you.
0: Was Heathen saying he's... What
1: well, are they talking about?
0: Future Endeavours to him for? I don't know what he's... Yeah, about I there. did hear that
1: Future Endeavours phrase. And I think they some mentioned something about it earlier, but I didn't catch all of it, so I didn't make reference to it.
0: No.
1: I don't know if they're easing towards Heathen having some time off of Nitro because I, I know he does have a, a very short lived return to, to be a manager, which is tied into what we just saw with Deborah. And by the way, that title still has Macho Man on it. <laughs> That's it. I really want to believe that. That Ric Flair did a promo on Saturday Night to say he's keeping it there to to antagonize him. Otherwise, that is so WCW. Oh, very much. Jesus so. wept.
0: So let's see if um if Luger is a complete heel, a complete babyface in this.
1: Oh, you have to believe he will be. I mean, if you yeah. remember at Starcade '95. He he went into that when he had that portion of the match where he was in there with Ric Flair. He he absolutely that that's just the way they wrestle, isn't it? Yes,
0: yeah, the tried and tested routine with these two. I mean, these these guys have been wrestling each other
1: since what '88. Yeah, maybe earlier. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, you're right.
0: And so far, yeah, it's classic baby face Luger.
1: You've still got a little bit of time left on the show, and you have to presume that this is the main event, so they're, they're doing a slow this burn, aren't they? Yep. Woman and Elizabeth bantering about something.
0: Flair selling like a
1: demon. <laughs> well, we we saw right from the start that he's he's up, on this night he's up for it.
0: <laughs> Your typical Lex Luger Ric Flair press slam spot, but the crowd aren't reacting too much to it. No. Do you know what? The the crowd the thing the crowd have reacted to the most were the nasty boys, the Steiners, and the road warriors brawling by the by the um guardrails.
1: And I'd, I'd understand this situation if this was Philadelphia, for instance. But but this is what this is Cleveland, Cleveland Chicago, Ohio. Cleveland, Ohio. You're being very much a hardcore counterculture audience at the moment. Mm. So yeah, so far as you say, this is being wrestled
0: at a reasonably deliberate and pace isn't it a slow pace which is what flair's great at making it just makes the title match seem more prestigious basically
1: gorilla press number two yep (laughs) what's the over under I think you put you put the bet in around 4 would weren't you like well like three and a half. Four press
0: slams in the match.
1: Yeah, so you put the the betting line at three and a half. You either bet that there'll be four or more, three or less. Currently at two. I'm I'm confident we haven't seen the last gorilla press. (laughs) (laughs) We shall see. Flare slowing it down a little bit now with the offense, I should say, because obviously we had a slow start as well. Yeah. Catches
0: Luger charging into the corner with an elbow, and now we get the flare strut and another another double bicep pose. And he's really he is really slowing it down, isn't he? He's like, I think it, he just can't be asked. Look week.
1: at the round of applause from the hard cam fans. This is definitely a. Wanna, wanna be smart crowd, isn't it? Yeah. They booed Hogan. I can't blame them for booing Hogan, but obviously that's the that's the uh, the contrarian reaction as well. They're cheering for Flair, and they they want the, the wrestlers to go fight in the crowd. Mm.
0: No, he's definitely a, a kind of counterculture crowd, and Flair
1: is throwing a temper tantrum. he's doing everything he can to get this crowd to boo him again and they're just eating it up with a spoon yeah (laughs) first time he's drawn boos in the whole match is by threatening to walk out but again even the
0: the walk back into the ring is all done at a deliberate pace.
1: B- Bischoff uh kind of backpedalling after after calling woman hot. So not not hot looking, but hot as in angry at how things are going. Fled just casually putting spots in in Lucas in there. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that was uh, not hard to spot at all. And more, and again, and there's a fourth, third press slam.
1: (laughs) You were right. right, what one more, and the betting sways. So, will it be three and under, which is where it precariously sits, or will one more put the betting money on in favour of the four and over? <laughs> Could have done an over-under on clotheslines, but that would have been something like 27.5.
0: If Betfair did Nitro, this is...
1: <laughs> oh, I'd have loved that. it would have been fun. I mean, it's live every week, so why not? Uh, He said, just
0: said, didn't say why, but just said Nitro preempted next week. We'll be back in two weeks'
1: time. (laughs) Without the advertised tag match, thankfully.
0: Liz and uh, woman have been run off down the aisle. It was a ruse. remains to be seen.
1: Yep, they're back. It was it was all to get Luger away from the ring. So as he went to come back, Flair could knee him into the guardrail. And, of course, Women adds the obligatory thumb to the eye. Of course. Is that
0: like Harley Race's obligatory pay-per-view bump? Yes.
1: It was was Flair. It was on the Bash at the Beach uh, recap we did a few weeks ago, wasn't it? Where Flair knocked Conan out for the cover. Put his feet on the ropes anyway, and thumbed yes. him in the eye after the free count. <laughs> in the greatest thing I've seen, in, in a... you, you've got to get someone to to copy that at a wrestling show. Then you have to. Uh,
0: whenever we get wrestling shows back.
1: Just glorious cheating there from Flair. It's been a very cute... Oh, here's the figure four. I was going to say, it's been a very curious show. It's It's been a very old school reel of matches. Even with yeah. a, tri- a, a cutting edge, state-of-the-art ahead of its time, triangle tag team match, they were trying to work it in the ring and going back to their old, old habits and running out of moves early. You had you the yeah. vanilla bland tag formula just now with Hogan and co. And now we're getting this vintage slow burn flare title defence.
0: It's, it's all sort of tr- tried and tested familiar routines, isn't it?
1: And it's not the crowd for it, is it?
0: No, because I think, you know, on paper against the live Raw... This is you know star power. You've got all you've got all of the big WW stars. You've had Giant Sting, Luger, Flair, Hogan, all involved. The Road Warriors, the Steiners, they're all involved. But it just hasn't it hasn't really hit,
1: has it? It's just how all the matches have been structured more than anything. And this is the best example because you know Flair Flair does this match in his sleep, and it's usually very good. That they're, yeah. that they're having to really work to get the crowd's attention with it. Sunset flip it from the apron from Luger. Mm.
0: With the old referee spot, kicking yeah. the hands away.
1: They are starting to tune this crowd into their style. It's, it's taken stubbornness and hard work, but they're doing it.
0: Yeah, but we are clearly manoeuvring ourselves into the finishing sequence. Oh, yeah. You can tell why the way things are heating up.
1: Just gets over for the flare flop.
0: I thought he was going to get um, chucked off the top again.
1: That would account as a gorilla press as well. Well,
0: in that case, we've had one of them already. So that was your four.
1: Ah, good spot.
0: See, Some... I wouldn't count that as a gorilla press. That's more of a chucking him off the top rope. Well,
1: it is. You you, you know, the
0: the throw is Here you a go. gorilla Here's press. Here's your four... Oh, I thought that was going to be your fourth gorilla press.
1: Ah, uh, I teased it. What, what has a woman got?
0: A cup of coffee or something, apparently. (laughs) Allegedly, it's got steam
1: coming out of it. (laughs) The finishers are getting
0: lame. And the feet on the ropes. The feet on the ropes as
1: well. He's mooned Luger with the tights as well. Here comes Sting. So, they've... They've completely disregarded everything about Luger's character. He's just suddenly full babyface now.
0: At the moment, we will see what happens later on with him. But yeah, this week, at least, to fit in with the Sting match, Luger, uh, and the finish, Luger was full-blown babyface.
1: And there's the biceps.
0: Flair is now juring with the fans whilst (laughs) disappearing like a thief in the night.
1: He's an absolute loon. Good match. And um, I'm very impressed. They, they they dragged this crowd kicking and screaming into it. Because the old school style of wrestling, the call it in the ring, the the, the formula, the limited move set just wasn't washing with this crowd, was it? The, right. the style acts. And um, no, but these two managed to pull the crowd into it right at the death. Having said that, I'm often, I think I don't
0: know. Is this this could be verging into the thumbs down territory for me? It's, it's hard to say. Uh, totally.
1: But pa- past foul, I'd let this one go because you know what the, the that, tag match was all action. That. The finish was hilarious. I think I enjoyed all three finishes, even though the the, the actual finishes were ridiculous. Like to have an imposter thrower match. To have oh, dueling great. dueling high hills and then a hot coffee finish, you know what? They're all daft as arseholes, but I enjoy <laughs> the finishes. <laughs> Two of the matches were good enough. One of them wasn't awful.
0: Ah, uh, Heenan wasn't really leaving. It was an April Fool. There you go.
1: Ah. So I've paid off that gag. Yeah. He he was leaving the Nitro broadcast team, but it was an April call. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure this didn't air live before noon. No, because you know the rule; it has to happen before yeah. midday.
0: So um, they're then talking, and there ends there ends the uh, the episode. They're then just talking about um, Booty Man and Booty Baby and mixed tag. I don't know if that was for this this week or, or what, but um, just by comparison, certainly over on the live raw that we had, um, they had uh, Mankind against Bob Holly, Mark Marrow the Isaac Yankum skip and zip, the Aldo Montoya and Barry Horowitz and the undertaker against Justin Hawk Bradshaw. So not exactly a stellar lineup.
1: No, and I can't believe Isaac Yankham was still a thing at that stage. Around, yeah. Still I can't around. believe he lasted to the first nitro. <laughs> yep,
0: yeah, so, um, so yeah, nitro returns in two weeks. Um, and we have, yeah, we have Hogan against Arn Anderson and Kevin Sullivan in a handicap match. So unless something happens to booty Man on the way to the ring, I don't know. But other than that, the, the, the match is exactly the same as what we've just seen. Because um, we've got Public Enemy against Nasty Boys. We have the first Nitro appearance of Earl Robert Eaton, um, where he takes on Randy Savage. So will we have the Randy Savage formula? I'll and then bet main... money on it. <laughs> Yes, and our main event will be Sting and Luger um, defending the tag titles against Flair and the Giant. So it looks like Luger's just gone back to being a full-on baby face.
1: Yeah, and bear in mind uh, the week before this one, Flair and the Giant going at it for the title. It, yeah, It's all very hodgepodge, and it, I, would, I, I would just only hope that if we were watching the Saturday nights as we went along as well, I can only hope that that would add a little bit more storyline context. Otherwise, they're just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks, mm. and that's that's not going to get it over the line. You'll notice how things picked up when the cohesiveness of the invasion angle started.
0: Definitely, yeah. I think right now they're um, they're they're just not really sure what to do with themselves until that time period comes along.
1: 'Cause at this stage you'd imagine that the negotiations are, are either complete or, or very on the verge. I'm not sure when around when they signed the deals, to be honest.
0: Well, I'm just thinking they um their last when was their when was was Hall Nash's last appearances? I remember mean, they were on a pay per view and they both had to lose clean. And then, and then there's there's the 90 day no compete, isn't there? And obviously you can sign a deal with someone else, but you can't you can't go in for 90 days. I'll have to look that one up because Hall debuts in May, so that means three months and No, it wasn't February that they went. It was definitely sort of March or April time. We'll we'll have a look.
1: Yeah, but yeah. Uh, at least we're getting closer. And we do have a few significant things to come on nitros. Until then, so once we get the Hogan appearances out of the way, I'm I'm sure
0: we'll be fine. Well, the next episode is the last Hogan appearance um, until he returns as a heel. Uh,
1: Things are getting interesting. We're, We're getting there slowly, but surely, Dino.
0: We are indeed. Right, well that brings a close to episode number 72. Thank you so much for downloading this episode wherever you get your podcasts from. Please do spread the word. Please rate and review us and subscribe to this. Um, and do follow us over on Twitter at BecauseWCW, Facebook.com forward slash BecauseWCW. We'll be back very shortly. We've got lots of exciting guests lined up. Uh, we just, well, like Scott Hall, we've just got to put pen to paper with some of them. Um, <laughs> but things are things are looking good so in the meantime on behalf of Liam this is me the Twisted Genius saying thanks for listening and we'll see you ringside